Welcome to Smart Poker Study, the poker podcast for those who work to be better today than yesterday. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. In last week's episode number 228, I showed you my poker hardware and software setups. It's poker study time, y'all. Thank you so much for sharing the show with your poker friends. It really is word of mouth that helps any show grow, actually, any kind of podcast. You know, when you tell your friends that you learned a little something from one of my episodes, or you say, hey, you've been having a problem with three bits lately. Well, Sky talked about three bits in this episode. Check it out. Your friends are going to listen to you, so I really do appreciate uh, you spreading the word that way. And speaking of appreciation, I appreciate my latest Patreon insider. His name is John Silver. Now, John started off last week uh, at one level, and then within a week, he upped his level of support. Uh, Thank you very much, John. I really do appreciate it. You know, your support and everybody else on Patreon, it shows me that you really enjoy the show and that you want me to keep on keeping on. So if you want to follow in John's footsteps, go to patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy. There are different levels of support with different rewards attached. And next week for April, I'm going to be sending out the patron-only podcast and training video. So once you uh, once you start your support, you'll get those next week. Plus, you'll get the backlog, not backlog, the archive of all the patron-only content. About 33 podcasts and 32 videos, if I am not mistaken. So once again, start your support at patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy. Alrighty, this is the first episode of the month of poker books. So let me tell you the structure uh, of these poker book episodes. First, I'm going to give you my review of the book. And today's book is Waiting for Straighters by Tommy Angelo. You can pick this up for just $2.99 in ebook format through Amazon. Or if you go to TommyAngelo.com, you can uh, if you sign up for his newsletter right there in the sidebar, you'll get the book for free. So when I give you my review uh, for Waiting for Straighters, I'll discuss what I enjoyed about the book and some of the most important strategies that the book teaches. Next, I'm going to give you three action steps that I took away from the book. Now, most books don't tell you how to practice the strategies that they teach. But I think this is the the part of coaching that I excel at. You've heard me give podcast challenges in the past, every single episode just about. And if you've seen my books, you know in every chapter, I give you multiple play with purpose and study with purpose actions to take. Especially in preflop online poker. I loaded that one up with on and off the felt actions to take to improve your game with at least four in every single chapter. So as I read Waiting for Straighters, I came up with nine different play with purpose and study with purpose actions to take. Uh, But in the podcast, I'm only going to give you three of them. But for those who want to get the most out of Waiting for Straighters, all nine action steps are in the show notes page. And speaking of the show notes page, go to www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod230. You're going to find screenshots and links to everything I discussed there today, as well as the six additional action steps. Okay, let's get to Tommy Angelo's book, Waiting for Straighters. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, Tommy Angelo, he's all about making poker as painless as possible, which translates into putting yourself in more profitable situations 
and avoiding anger and tilt that comes with reckless and unthinking play. So let's get to it. Gambate! I wrote a song about it, like the kid here go. I played it I thoroughly enjoyed this book. It's a pretty quick read, so you might think to yourself, man, I'll learn one or two things from this book. But as long as you're paying attention, taking some notes, and thinking of ways to apply Tommy's teachings to your game, you're going to find multiple ways to use this book to improve your game on and off the felt. The tone of this book is perfect for my learning style. It's like he's a knowledgeable poker coach uh, speaking directly to me, one of his students. And I like it when he speaks in the book about how he came up with some of the ideas, how they evolved over time, and how they came from points of pain in his poker play. The strategies he teaches come from his desire to simplify poker for himself and for his students, and the desire to lessen the pain that comes from poor poker decisions. Now there are three parts to this book. Part one is called Discovery. This is all about how he came up with the idea for straighters. A straighter in No Limit Hold'em is a hand that can flop a straight, so this means it has three or fewer gaps. For example, Ace-10 is a straighter, whereas Ace-9 is not. And in No Limit Hold'em, straighters are so much more valuable than non-straighters. He also discusses a straighter in PLO. Now, a straighter here is an unpaired, aceless hand with no more than two gaps. So an example of a straighter in PLO is Jack-9-8-6, but not Jack-9-8-3. That's a non-straighter, with that three as a dangler, he calls it. So he also goes into stories about how for years he would play straighters and fold non-straighters, but never realized he was doing this. You know, it's interesting when some kind of truth comes to light as you're playing or studying or just thinking about poker. And I liked how he realized that there are times when you can play ace-10, but not ace-9. But there are never times when you can play ace-9, but not ace-8. Both of those are non-straighters. So he asked himself why. And he reasoned that the answer is probably due to the straight potential that straighters have. Part two of the book is called Application. In this one, he explains the importance of playing with straighters and ditching every non-straighter hand. He also dives into a great explanation about the importance of position and acting last in every hand that you play. If you don't understand how important it is to play in position post-flop, this part will open up your eyes to what you've been doing wrong all this time. Part three of the book is called Using, Waiting for Straighters to Tame Tilt, plug leaks, and reduce fear of self. So he discusses in this part how playing a waiting for straighter style of poker, it just makes poker easier. It reduces the pain that comes from playing out of position and with crappy cards. This helps to reduce the fear and anger in poker, which also means that you experience less tilt and you actually plug some leaks due to your better preflop hand choices. Tommy explains that with waiting for straighter poker, you are lopping off your C game because you're folding hands that don't play well and you're last to act more often. This goes to my whole idea of putting yourself in more bread and butter situations. And that's actually an idea that I first learned from Tommy Angelo's other book, Elements of Poker. And if you haven't read that, I highly recommend that one as well. And finally, I really like how he ended the book with an unspoken challenge to the reader. 
Here's what he said word for word. Waiting for straighters isn't about making straights. It's about winning more big pots than you lose. It's about acting last more often than they do. It's about maintaining power over the people and control over yourself. Waiting for straighters is not a strategy. It's an experiment. Will it yield positive results? There's only one way to find out. All right, so I want to get to some of my favorite strategies from the book. Uh, I'm just going to talk about three of them, one from each part. So part one, uh, in this section, he introduced his universal starting hand chart. And if you go to the show notes page, there is a link to this chart uh, that actually it, it goes directly to Tommy Angelo's website. Now, the chart has six columns, and each column is a preflop action that you commonly face. So from left to right, the columns are no one in, one caller, two callers, three callers, one raiser, and two raisers. Along with those six columns, there are seven rows. So from top to down, each one corresponds to a position. They are button, cutoff, hijack, EP, big blind, small blind, and then post behind. So seven times six means there's 42 cells in total to fill out here. Now, Tommy has his students fill out this chart because it forces them to examine dozens of common preflop situations and to be honest about the hands they choose to play. It also helps to raise their positional awareness and it's the beginning step to lopping off C-game habits. So the idea is that you fill out all 42 of these cells with the worst hand that you would play given the situation and your position. Alrighty, the next strategy I really liked was in part two, he does a deep dive into being last to act post-flop. And playing in position, it makes poker easier and more comfortable because you have more information to act with. He gives a very simple example of how when you flop a flush draw with two overcards, you have so many more options when you're last to act. You can get aggressive or passively call, or you can check behind to see the next street for free. You feel like you have control over the situation, unlike when you hit that same hand out of position. And if Tommy's explanation of the benefits of being last to act does not convince you to strive for more in-position play, then I don't know what will. And my favorite strategy discussed in part three is about how playing a waiting for straighter style of poker helps you lop off parts of your C game because you're not playing hands that get you into trouble anymore. You're going to end up playing the worst hands less often or probably not playing them at all. You'll experience less anger, frustration, and tilt because you'll see the flop with stronger hands and you'll be last to act more often. So my last word on Waiting for Straighters from Tommy Angelo is that everyone must read Waiting for Straighters. There is not a single person listening to this podcast right now that would not benefit from this book. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash smartpokerstudy. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And of course, they have my three books, How to Study Poker Volume 1, Volume 2, and my latest book, Preflop Online Poker. So what are you waiting for? Start learning from audiobooks. Go to audibletrial.com slash smartpokerstudy and choose Preflop Online Poker as your first audiobook. (laughs) 
And a few shoutouts today, Chris Baltzer and Jason Stone both purchased Poker Tracker 4. This is the number one poker tracking software that I recommend for any online player who uses or who plays at a site that allows poker tracking software. This is the best top-notch program. All you have to do to follow in Chris's and Jason's footsteps is to go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pokertracker4. That's one word with the number four at the end right there. Once you uh, choose which level of Poker Tracker 4 you want, make the purchase and then send me your purchase receipt. When you do that, I will respond to you with a copy of my Smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. So thank you very much, Chris and Jason, for that support. And of course, speaking of the Smart HUD, Rehards DeBellis and Kim both purchased the Smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4 directly from me. They already had the program, so they know the benefits of utilizing Poker Tracker 4. They just didn't have the best HUD possible yet. Well, now they do with my Smart HUD. They just went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD to make that purchase. And when they did, I sent them another email containing a, a lot of video links to Smart HUD videos and Poker Tracker 4 videos to help them get the most out of those two items. And finally, some webinar purchases. Andy Bannister picked up getting the most from Poker Tracker 4. Wow, we're talking lots of Poker Tracker today for sure. Um, lots of people use it. I highly recommend it. So Andy got getting the most from Poker Tracker 4. He's using that webinar to learn all of the different aspects or all the different benefits of Poker Tracker 4 and how to use the various aspects of it. So thank you very much, Andy. And if you want that webinar as well, just go to the show notes page. The link is right there. And lastly, Effective HUD Use Webinar was purchased by, again, John Silver, the latest insider, along with Micah Dwecker, Adrian Anderson, and Oysten Solly. Thank you very much, you four, for purchasing that latest uh, webinar of mine. If you want that webinar for yourself, if you want to learn how to get the most out of your HUD, just go to the show notes page and click that link there. Or go to smartpokerstudy.com slash HUD webinar. Alrighty, back to class, poker people. So it's time for me to share with you three of my nine action steps from Waiting for Straighters. Now this first one, uh, I got this action idea from the very beginning of the book when he was training uh, somebody named Earl. He was training him to examine the cards that he plays. So here it is. It's a study with purpose action, and it's called Fill Out the Universal Starting Hand Chart. Now, in the show notes page, there is a link to download that directly from Tommy Angelo's site. So make sure you download it, print it, and get the instructions as well. Here's the action step. Go box by box and fill out the worst hand that you would play in each position, given the action you're facing. You need to take your time and think critically about each situation before you enter your hands. Ask yourself, what's the worst hand I would play here? Then enter your answer by hand category. For example, you might write ace-10 if that's the worst ace, pocket sevens if that's the worst pocket pair, and 10-9 suited if that's the worst suited connector, and so on. Once you fill out the chart, what kind of patterns can you spot from this? Does the straighter line, which is the gap between three gap hands and four gap hands, does that appear in your boxes? Alrighty, here's the next action step. It's a play with purpose. And I got this idea from the section called Waiting for Straighters and Being Last to Act Within Part 2. And this is uh, where he's discussing his approach to No Limit Hold'em and PLO. Here's the action step. 
In your next five play sessions, strive to be last to act as much as possible. Do not play any non-straighter hands. Limit the hands that you call with out of the blinds, and also tighten up your EP and MP open raising ranges. Choose to fold all non-straighter hands and play a tighter, waiting for straighter style of poker. Review your universal starting hand chart and determine which hands you must remove to begin lopping off your C game and to put yourself in more profitable situations. Alrighty, and the third and final action step is uh, a play with purpose. And I got this idea from the very end of the book when he mentions that following the straighter line is the difference between positive EV and negative EV poker. Here's the action step. Over your next 10,000 hands, choose to play a strictly waiting for straighter style of poker. Stay tight in the earliest positions and in the blinds. Work to lop off those C game hands. Gauge how well this works out for you. Are you getting angry and tilting less often? Does poker seem a bit easier and are you less frustrated at the tables? You're going to see the flop less often with poor cards and without position. And this should be a good thing because it will make poker much easier and profitable for you. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Choose one of the three action steps I gave you today and take action with it. If you find it helpful to your game, pick up Tommy Angelo's book, Waiting for Straighters. Read it, then do the other eight action steps that you can find in the show notes page. Now it's your turn to pull the trigger and do something positive for your poker game. You better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topping. There is another world beneath it, the real world. And if you want to survive it, you better learn to pull the trigger. This episode isn't complete until you head to the show notes page at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod two three zero. You'll find screenshots and links to everything discussed today, and you'll see all nine action steps that I took from Waiting for Straighters. Thank you so much for listening, and of course, a big thanks to Tommy Angelo for writing a thoroughly enjoyable and educational book. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend and leave a glowing five-star review on your favorite podcatching app. And if you like taking action on what you learn in poker, pick up my book, Preflop Online Poker. Every chapter has at least four actions for you to take on and off the felt. Alrighty, poker peeps. In the next poker book-related episode number 231, I'm going to review Alex Fitzgerald's latest book, Exploitative Play in Live Poker. And I'm going to give you three of the many action steps that I took away from it. Word of mouth is the best advertising, so thank you very much for sharing this show with other poker people. Your sharing and caring is what helps us grow. Until next time, study smart, play much, and make your next session the best one yet.